Welcome back to the Clapper Report, everybody. I'm Damien. And I'm Justin. Back again, week two, episode three here. Kind of confusing to everybody. We dropped two on the first one, but uh, we're back. We're going to talk about the Coyotes and their uh, their recent GM debacle. Whatever, whatever happened there. <laughs> uh, also, we want to talk about, you know, this week in hockey. What happened? You know, first round of the qualifiers. Yeah, a lot of wild stuff, a lot of surprises. Uh, I know a lot of our takes. A lot of our takes. Uh, a lot of your takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to touch base on all of that, and uh, let's get right into it. So before we get started with episode 1.5, episode 3, whatever we want to call it, I just want to say from the bottom of our hearts, thank you to family and friends for sharing, listening, liking, posting, whatever you guys did. We really appreciate it. Um, it all starts with you guys, so we really appreciate it. Um, yeah, you got anything to add, Damien? No, I mean, yeah, the, the support was tremendous. It's really cool to see everybody, you know, sharing and following our Instagram and everything like that. So um, it's cool to see. Which Makes is it fun. at the Clapper Report. Yeah, shameless plug right there. Huh? No, shameless. Yeah, that's a good show. Um, I hate so, that show. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, uh, no, oh. I'm not. I hate it. Well, I don't hate it actually. I, I just never got into it. I'm not really a big TV or movie person. But anyway, anyway. Anyway, that's why we're a sports podcast, not a media podcast. Anyway, so I think the first thing that we kind of wanted to talk about last week while we were recording is the whole Arizona Coyotes situation with John Shaika. Uh, which in which he terminated his contract with the team to uh, pursue, I quote, pursue another business opportunity um, right before the qualifier started, <laughs> which is kind of kind of ridiculous to me, actually. Um, and then Steve Sullivan, uh, former players, as uh, the interim GM. Yeah, uh, crazy. Well, first, before we continue, I just want to say thank you for you saying that because there's no way I'm pronouncing his name. <laughs> Steve Sullivan? No. Uh, oh, John Jake. Yeah, that <laughs> oh, one. Okay. That one. There's no way like, I'm saying pretty that. pretty easy name to pronounce. I'm just going to call him John this entire segment John, here. JC. Yeah, Mr. JC. <laughs> well, no, it's crazy, especially right before the qualifiers, like out of nowhere. And how it all went down is crazy. Like, you don't even see that from, like, regular companies, like, talking about any type of employee, let alone a GM of, you know, a team, a sports team. Well, I mean, exactly. And, you know. I mean, an insider put it best by saying John Chaka is a liar and a quitter, which I think just shows the divide between, I guess, the media and JC and um, and the team and John Chaka. I just think that's so interesting because you never really see it go like that, especially from the employee to the team. It's usually the team severs ties. Like, I mean, I know with the Canucks, we always bring up the Canucks and Islanders, but Canucks, for instance, when they let go of Trevor Linden as the president of Hockey Ops, it's like they just shut him out completely and they completely dubbed him and trevor linden was like i don't know what the fuck happened <laughs> you know so it's kind of like this is like a reverse kind of thing except they're basically calling him a liar and a quitter yeah no and that that was that was what was weird like in in both of their releases i think he put out one first jc mr uh <laughs> chica he put Chayka, out he, yeah, Chayka, yeah, yeah so he put one out first <laughs> and like i remember reading it, it wasn't it wasn't anything too crazy you were like, all right, what yeah. a, you know, weird yeah, he timing. Was like, Thank you guys so much for supporting me. And it's like, well, wh- what, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? You, you were like, kind of confused, kind of shocked, I, I guess. You, you know, know, I mean, the first thing way. I thought, honestly, was that he pursued another hockey opportunity. Yeah. But that would have been against, I guess, his uh, contract. Type, yeah, all types of rules. Yeah, that would have been a whole whatever. legality kind of thing. 
Yeah, and then and then, you know, the coyotes their statement. That's when you realize that things were a little bit weirder than you originally thought. It, yeah. No, I mean exact. Uh, listen, you had to have like commit adultery to get that kind of reaction you know what i mean i know like like like, <laughs> like, just, like what went on behind the scenes there who's uh whose wife was involved in this one? Oh my God. but they were just like i don't know man the coyotes were just like yeah you know we're disappointed with john shake uh all this kind of stuff and it's like well one i understand that sentiment completely because again it's right before the qualifiers they have a yeah. chance and which we're going to get to in a minute or two the fact that they just won their round earlier today, maybe about an hour or two ago. They just won their yeah. uh, their qualifying round. And then, I don't know. It's just really bizarre to me, the whole thing. And the team used the word quit. Usually they say relieved of duties or like uh, has chosen to leave the organization. They chose quit. Yeah, that was a big punch. Yeah, and that just shows how uh emotional i feel like it was you know using that choice of words it makes it more personal yeah you know saying that hey this guy screwed us over he tried to start building a team within three or four years he's out he's done and he quit on us yeah and i feel like that's something that a lot of errors i mean could be my psychology background talking but i feel like a lot of coyotes fans the whole uh league in general has quit on the coyotes everybody's asking for them to move to houston to quebec city like to somewhere else because they've given up on them. And so for your GM to quit on you. Yeah. I don't no, know. It's that's literally everybody. A... Yeah. At all sides. It, it, it's sad to see, especially for the fans and, you know, sticking you know, through rough teams like this. It's, it's, yeah. it's hard. And then they you, don't have a lot of fans, but they have a passionate fan base. Yeah, certainly. You know, certainly that's a good word. Um, so with that though, like, I don't know, Taylor Hall's a UFA. I, so. I don't know if so? he's going to stay. Yeah. Is he going to stay? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, who would want to stay in that ship, you know? Well, I mean, everybody else Oliver is jumping. Larson, he 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 stayed there like his whole career. I yeah. mean, they have, but they have the pieces though. That's the thing. And I mean, because we made this bullet point list before they before the qualifier started, but it's like they have the pieces. You know, they have uh, Derek Sapon, Clayton Keller, Jacob Shisharin. They have all these people, and they have great goaltending and Darcy Kemper, um, but and Antti Ranta, but they haven't put it together. And I guess now. I guess that kind of is negated by the fact <laughs> that they beat the Predators, who I didn't think they were going to beat. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody really did. No. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about that series right now real quick. Yeah, no, definitely. Let's touch base on that one. Uh, let me bring that up here. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, like, Nashville didn't perform to the capabilities that, you oh. know, I think. And, you know, they have Ryan Johansson, Matt Duchesne. Those are two people that they brought in um, – from trades, you know, uh, with Seth Jones for Ryan Johansson, Matt Duchesne, and that whole cluster of uh, a cluster of a, like three way trade, it's like, you know, and these are your big pieces. They're not performing, you know, and yeah. I feel like that's a huge issue. They really only have Philip Forsberg that, at least on offense, that constantly performs. And, you know, they're going through that goalie thing with Pecorine now, which yeah. is like 36 He's or getting something. Up there. 36 37 you know it's kind of like akin to henrik lundquist you know? yeah like how how long how much longer are you gonna get out of him and even what you're getting i mean yeah is it worth it is, is it, it worth, worth keeping it? him yeah. you know and um you see sorrows i mean he's not a bad goalie i mean you know he's fine for you know he's like a fringe starter i feel like and you know nashville needs a really good goaltender yeah step up and they need more support from their big stars and if they don't get support from their big stars i mean what's the point no, no, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, and especially, and, and no offense, Arizona fans to lose to a team like that who is falling apart in the public eye. No, I agree. I mean, it's kind of like 
Columbus last year with Tampa. Massive underdogs, and you're losing to them. You know, everyone, almost everyone I know favored uh, the Predators. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. No, literally everybody. But, I mean, just just looking at it all, like going back to like the GM standpoint of everything, like bringing it back a little, they – what what is their next step? Like I know they brought in I know they brought in Sullivan as like their interim GM, but like is he the one to stay? Like are they are they searching? Like do we know anything about that? I haven't really I haven't really heard anything. I don't no, know if there's I mean, any news. I mean yeah, I haven't seen anything in the past week. Um, I feel like the qualifiers kind of kind of took over the media. Yeah, you know. Um, but Steve Sullivan, I mean, he was a previous player. Um, yeah, I don't even know much about him to be honest. But yo, I'm gonna be so real with you. I'm gonna sound like such a terrible co-host, but um. I think he played for the Sharks. Is that true? Let me see. He played for a few teams. I'm Googling him right now. He's 5'7". There's <laughs> no way. Oh, I, think, I think I'm thinking of another kind of Sullivan. But, uh, but yeah, he ended his career with the Coyotes, it looks like. Um, yeah, 2013. Um, so, he, yeah, he was a left winger. How many points did he put up? Uh, this is so unprofessional, and I kind of want to apologize. He was literally only with them for one season. Yeah, so it's, it's just an entire weird situation. I think that's yeah. the only way to put it. And it's crazy to see the type of verbiage that was used in, in him and, and the team. Yeah. And quit, you know, like, I, he quit. And then the source saying that John Shake is a liar and a quitter because, you know, apparently what it looks like is it made it seem like he's not leaving uh, Arizona. I almost said Phoenix, like you were saying before. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he made it sound like he wasn't leaving. And um, we've yeah. heard that before. John Tavares. Yeah, uh, I'm not leaving. Yeah, that was my snake noise. noise. Sna- snakes in the uh, in the grass here. <laughs> but so I guess on a light a lighter note for you, uh, the Rangers got absolutely demolished. Yeah. No. So this qualifier rounds <laughs> couldn't have gone any better. For so me. wait, I just want to throw it back to when we were like, oh, you know, because I'm pretty sure we both said Carolina would win it. But we both said, I think, Carolina in five or four. Yeah, like, I, I thought it was going to go to distance. I thought I, it was going to be a series. I thought they were a pretty even-matched team. And Carolina absolutely demolished they, their innards, if you will. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm excited. I'm happy. I, I, I You know, and I kind of feel bad for Lundqvist in a sense. Like, oh, well, watching him yeah. go out like that. You know, I, I'm never been a fan of him, never been a fan of his team, but, you know, you kind of have a but little you, bit of respect, respect for the guy. Yeah, yeah you have respect exactly. for the guy. And, and I mean, he was on top of the league at some point. You know, like, I, I think people forget because of the years of mediocrity, but, I mean, he carried that team to, what was it, 2014 finals? He carried them there. Yeah. No, he – What, it was him and Chris Kreider? I mean, like, that team was not – He's the team for, for how long? And, and But then the question is, too, is, like, what what happened with their other goaltender? I can't think of his name right now, but I remember he's like a young stud who's in well, net almost all season. There was right? Shesterkin who got into that car accident. I believe that was him. Or was that Gorgiev? I don't know. It was one of the two of those two new guys. But I think it was Shesterkin because he didn't play. He was like unfit to play or whatever. Unfit but Gorgiev then, they put him in. I think they wanted to give Lundqvist the chance to, Just to carry them um, again at like 36 years old. But, um, but yeah, man, I don't know. Listen... The Rangers weren't getting it done. No, they they were getting skated on. They were like it was it was fun to watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, in Carolina, you know, I I don't remember, I don't recall if I said this or not, but Carolina's biggest weakness, I believe, at least throughout the season, was their goaltending. You know, their goals because they're they're deep with their forwards, and they have an amazing first line with Aho Tervainen and uh, Sveshnikov, yeah, Aho. who he got that hat trick 
and I was losing my mind. <laughs> I was bugging out uh, with no option. Yep. And <laughs> shout out to no option. Shout out to bugging. Best bands. Um, <laughs> but, so close. Um, we were so close. I know. We li- All right. So there was a show that we wanted to go to this concert. It was in Brooklyn somewhere. Uh, this band who was named Buggin' Out, but they got like sued or whatever. So now their name is Buggin'. And then no option. They both slap. We were about Nuts. to see them play on a weekday, I think a Tuesday. And that Friday it got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. So fuck COVID. Literally, what, three days away? I was sick to my stomach. Yeah, me, you, and Kyle were pretty tight about it. Um, but anyway, back to the topic. Um, yeah, so Caroline has a deep offense, and their decor is insane. Yeah. But their goaltending, Peter Mrazek, I did not think that he was going to step up to the caliber that he did. And he shut Panarin, Zabinajad. Kako, he shut them all down. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know? Here in Panarin, I, I think, whoa, maybe I got this wrong. I think he only had, like, one goal, right? I think so. I think it was, like, uh, one in game two, I believe, where he shot. It was a crazy shot, honestly, that one that he got. Yeah. It was, like, from, like, maybe a 30-degree angle, and he ripped it top shelf. Yeah, I was, it, like. It was a nice shot, but it's, like. got a good clapper top shelf, but. <laughs> um, shameless plug. But, you know, I mean, they, they shut him down. No, and, yeah, know, they shut him down. They shut everyone. And. That's what's scary to me. Hopefully, no, because PTSD from last season, or yeah. last last uh, playoffs. You know, the same thing happened. They shut them down. So it, I don't know what that hurricane team is doing, what they have, what their magic is. See, but. I don't even know where to begin with it. I mean, because they had brought in Teravainen from a trade with Chicago. I forgot who they traded for Teravainen. Um. I'm looking it up right now. I apologize, everybody. Yeah. It was so they traded uh, Chicago traded Brian Bickle, who if you guys <laughs> remember him, what, and Tavu Teravainen to the Hurricanes for a second round pick and a third round pick. They got away yeah. with a yeah. robbery. Yeah, I mean, that's a trade. Shit. And look, we're we're, you know. They're already in the qual. They, you know, they went past the qualifiers already. So yeah, that, just I because mean, of that trade almost. Granted, it was like. four years ago. I think Teravine's like twenty six now. Oh, so he's so definitely you, grown. Yeah, so you couldn't have seen it coming, really. I don't think. But like, I mean, he had the tools even in Chicago. I remember. And for a second and a third round pick. Well, Chicago also, I, if memory serves correct, they had a team that they had to pay for too. Yeah. So at least, at least they got something. I, I, I guess out of it. You know, some picks, some, some future aspects to their team. For I mean, it. yeah, I can't. I don't i feel like they've always been a team that had a lot of pieces that needed to pay yeah i mean because i mean from the time we both started watching hockey i think is when they had kane taves and keith yeah i mean just right there i mean those because what kane is i believe like 11 million or no he's not 11 he's like 9.5 taves is like 10 keith is probably around eight no you know those three alone and then all their you know all their other um you know, supporting actors, I guess you could say. Yeah. They, they started to, you know, show up. They took a cup or whatever. And, you know, they started to took a want few money. Cups. I mean, and, you know, and they were the team that I hated the most. One of the one of the teams I hated the most when I first started watching hockey. Because they just kept beating the Canucks. Yeah. They're beating everybody. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck the Hawks. But, anyway, Hurricanes, Rangers, fun series watch for me. I, I mean, it was still it. fun. It was still fun. And, you know, the games were good up until, like, the third period, usually, yeah. you know. But So, yeah, the Rangers got clapped. Uh, Love to Nashville see it. got clapped. Nashville. But speaking of clapping, let's talk about uh, the Panthers and Islanders. Let's And go. who got clapped in that series. Because it wasn't the Islanders. 
No, I mean, all around, there was a couple of people I'm upset with. You know, Matt Barzell, where were you? You know, I think he well, he finally did something in the third period of the last game when it really didn't matter because the game was already over at that point. But that's besides <laughs> the point. You know, it was, a, it was a fun series to watch. There was a lot of players that, like, not that they were unexpected, but, like, played out of their mind. Like, View, he was playing out of his mind. Yeah. Like, opportunity after opportunity, getting down on the ice. He was flying down the ice. Yeah. His goals, nuts. Two today, like, insane. Yeah, and Brock Nelson and Brock. Josh Bailey. Yeah, that, I that mean, that line. line that, that, yeah. yeah, that second line, it, it's it's nutty. But I don't know. That team, and, you know, it's like, I think a lot of people. Them. Yeah. They started with them this morning. I think, just, I think I a lot of people picked them as the favorites to win. Easily. But it's just yeah. a matter of, I didn't think it was going to be as. I guess this uh, decisive as it was. Yeah, you know, I thought it would have went to five. Said it went to four, but um, I mean, it, and it also the Islanders themselves, like, you know, they kept giving up power play after power play, and they were looking rough on the power on the power kill. They weren't looking good. Um, every single time that you know a penalty was up, like it felt like they were gonna score. Yeah, like it was scary, you know, and it felt like time after time, and it, and it was stupid calls too. Like um, I know well, Varley played something uh-huh. out of the crease that you know that was something stupid. Then they were. I feel like the refing has just pissed me off so much. We'll get to it when we get to Vancouver. Yeah, but no, but uh, their game and even even across the you know the league, I guess you could say they, yeah, well, they've been nuts. Saying. They've yeah. been nuts. Even like, yeah, like the three thousand miles away or whatever Vancouver is, man, that they are blowing calls. But anyway, Islanders. Islanders. Um, the Islanders, I guess, like the Wild, play that kind of like structured game of hockey and yeah you know, that's where i they think their shots comes in offensive um, style and even there you know they, everybody clowns them for not having that goal scorer that elite goal scorer but a lot barzell's that goal scorer he's that's, not even though at least well okay. he, he's not he's, he's not that elite producer. elite he's not that top cream of the crop like goal he's not, scorer he's, he's gonna be the there he's, he's goal working scorer, towards it but he's the cream of the crop playmaker yeah he's, he's I, for sure. I would kill for him to be on my team no yeah i'm Center not trying to say I, yeah i'm not no, trying to say i don't mean. love him yeah, he's yeah, a great yeah. player and you know this is definitely mean. he's definitely a little bit of a i don't want to say funk but you know he even said it today i, I saw something uh, i forgot where i was reading it that um you know he felt like he had to you know knock the rust off or you know he he didn't feel as confident as he normally felt and uh he started to feel that in that last game there in the fourth game so hopefully going into the next series he, he steps it up but he, even even before and even in the regular season he wasn't that elite goal scorer yeah and but my point was was that um you know we're getting a lot of production out of a lot of different players and i don't want to you know recircle on him but you he literally went off for them and then eberly with his two goals he was going good you know, you're seeing a lot of guys, a lot of, you know, normal, like, support guys, I guess you could say. Are, you know, Everly was a goal scorer at one point, but definitely slowed down. Yeah, and Everly's still a huge part of their offense, I feel like. You he, know what I mean? He went, yeah. He, he finally and he's a leader. You know, he's a leader. Yeah. A silent leader, but he's a leader. He is, he is. But Marley stood on his head, too. You know, yeah. made a bunch of great saves, even watching today. Made a ton of great saves. I mean, it was hard for him to uh, fill the shoes of Laner. Because um, I know everyone misses Laner. I miss seeing Laner on the Islanders, but Varlamov definitely played up to his capabilities. No, yeah, he definitely had a series. Um, I, I miss Laner a lot on a, on a lot of aspects. He was a great player on and off the ice, that guy. I was also looking – or when I was listening to the 
I think it was the first episode. And uh, I realized I made a mistake. Uh, Laner isn't on the uh, Blackhawks anymore. He's on oh, the, yeah, he's the on Golden Vegas. Knights. Yeah. I feel like such a tool for <laughs> not re- like remembering that. It's like I was listening back. I go, wait a second. No, no, no. He's on the Golden Knights. <laughs> I'm such a dumbass, you know. No, no. Well, I mean, he wasn't even in. Uh, he wasn't in Chicago long. No, I, I mean, it's for like half the, the season. season. Yeah, well, I, I think, think, I think it was because he got traded February, like at the trade deadline. So maybe like two weeks before COVID happened, sports mm. stopped. So I think it was just like a blockage in my brain or something. But yeah, you know, no, definitely, whatever. But amazing series, fun to watch. I'm excited for the next Good one. Series. I, I want to see who they match up with next. When do we get the results of the round robin? I think it's. I think it's around the, the same weekend, time. Right? Yeah, I think it's around like Monday, Tuesday. So see who the next opponent is. Listen, so I mean, speaking of the round robin, I want to talk about how wrong we were about Philly. <laughs> you know, I mean, because, bro, Philadelphia, I don't know. The Philly's just been playing really well. Yeah. No, Philly's been doing a tremendous job. Who they had the first? It was Boston, right? Or was that today? I think that was today. Was that today? August 2nd was today? No, it's not the 2nd. Oh, no, that was a few days no, ago. No, yeah, so it was the Bruins' their first. It was their first. Uh, their first matchup. I mean, you know, I think that gritty is just getting. Uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because what? Yeah. So they play. They only played the two games, but they won the two games. They beat the Capitals three one, mm-hmm. and they beat Boston four one. Um, holy shit! I didn't expect that. Yeah. The no. Boston game I could have seen because Boston. I mean, we ranked the them Capitals. like third. But the Capitals. Capitals. I mean, the man. Capitals. <laughs> That's a good sound. Um. But yeah, the uh, the Capitals, man. I don't know. I was watching a little bit of that game, and I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing, so I can't speak like truly to it. No, but just seeing Philly, you know, and what they're doing against these great teams. I mean, and I do like Philly. I just feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like a dummy having doubted them so much. I guess, but I guess that's the whole beauty of. Having a sports podcast, you're going to be wrong. Who doesn't love to be wrong? You know what I mean? But I mean, but they're not getting the goals from like their huge players. I mean, in Boston, they had the goals from, I think, uh, Felipe Myers and uh, like Michael Raffle. And it's like, what? Yeah. No, Most, I mean, I, you can't even spell those names, you know, <laughs> let alone like think that they would score goals in the round robin. I don't know, man. It's pretty wild to me. Um, yeah, and even, and even looking at the Washington game too. I mean, these are these are guys I don't even know. Like Travis Sanheim. Oh, Sanheim. Oh, he's do I a Sanheim? Good do I know him? I don't I, know. I think I think that you've heard the name before. He's a good prospect, or was a good prospect. I remember in like NHL 16, he was like medium elite. So that <laughs> that's a good way to gauge it. Good. Yeah, NHL 20 armchair GM. Yo, hear me out. Hear me out. I had this idea today. Let me hear it. We do a YouTube video, live stream, whatever it is. You know, me versus you. NHL. What is it? 20 now? NHL 20? Yeah, well, you lose. All right. <laughs> Listen, Listen. I was a top 50 player for a month or two. I'm you going to live in the past? Yeah, I You going to live in the past? Yeah, nah, high school Justin would kick. I think that would be a fun video. It would be fun. Yeah. I think that would be a fun time. I think we should do that. You, what, you'd be the Islanders? I'd be the Canucks? Yeah. I'll do it tonight. Well, all right. Maybe this weekend. Or... We'll plan it. We'll plan it. Stay tuned, everybody, for an NHL 20 tournament between two people. Should be fun. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to put it up on our YouTube. 
Um, what is it? It's just the clap report, I think, on our YouTube. I know it's linked in. Uh, it's linked in our Instagram bio. On our link tree. On our link tree. Which I, I didn't even know was a cool. thing. Link tree is pretty cool. You see, it has all different colors now. Sponsored like by Linktree. <laughs> <laughs> Start plugging fake sponsors. In. Um, so speaking of plugs, I want to talk about the Flame series with uh, Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> I guess no, he's a not a plug. Segue. He's a, that was a good segue, yeah. Right, I think that's pretty good. I like that. Um, so honestly, so I I don't remember exactly what I said with um when we were doing the breakdown of the bracket, but the Flames for the Jets, I. I thought the Jets would win. I know that. I think I said five games. I just want to say, though, I thought it would be with uh, Mark Shifley and Patrick Laine, two very important offensive players for the Jets. Yeah. And they both got injured in the first game. <laughs> Matt, uh, Mark Shifley got injured in, like, the first, like, four minutes. I don't know if you guys saw the hit. You saw the hit, right? Yeah, where it kind of, like, hit him, like. What did you think of, like, of it? So, it's a hot. It, it, it was, was a hot, hot debate. It was. A lot of people, they were saying it was a dirty hit. Yeah, what it? I mean, I mean, we all know Matthew Kachuk's reputation in the he, league. He's a dirty player sometimes. Sometimes, but, but I feel like he's not. I feel like, I feel like it's a playoff game. The yeah. intensity's up. Yeah. You obviously want to finish all your checks wherever you can. You want to finish all your hits. Yeah, definitely. And I, I feel like he was just trying to make a play against the boards. It was an awkward angle, and it could have been prevented for sure. But in the heat of the moment, you're on the ice. You, you know, qualifying rounds. You haven't played hockey in months. I. I feel like people just need to come a little bit of a break. Well, I mean, that's my thing. And, I, you know, at first when I saw it, and I saw Kachuk go into the boards with Shifley, and I go, well, one, I was thinking, Kachuk sucks. He's an asshole. Um, <laughs> great player, and he seems like an actual great guy off the ice, but he's an asshole when he no, plays. No, yeah, I know, I know. You know, um, usually it's, it's actually funny. Usually the assholes on the ice are actually some of the best people. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like they get all their aggression out on the ice. Um, so this doesn't have to do with his character or anything. But, like, that's the way he plays. He plays a gritty game, a dirty game sometimes. That's that's fine. Whatever. So, you see Kachuk going towards Shifley, who is arguably Winnipeg's best offensive player. Goes into the boards. And you see Shifley, man, like, writhing in pain. Yeah, he was. That was, like, not faking it. That was, like, no, OD. That, yeah, he. That was he holy was shit. It. Yeah, that was bad. It was hard to watch, especially. Yeah, I mean, I was first. watching it live, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I missed the game. I was, I was watching like, the clip of it, and I yeah. was like, no, what happened? Um, and and even when you see the hit, too, like he, I think it was like a skate, right? That must have hit the back of his leg. Yeah, I don't think they fully disclosed it even still. Um, yeah, all, all injuries are just saying I'm fit to play right now. Yeah, exactly. So you don't even and really so, know what it is, um, but when it does come out, I'm, I'm definitely interested to hear what that is. But you, you, even watching the clip, like you see him awkwardly go into the boards, maybe something to do with that. But it and didn't then, look malicious at all. No. And I think that you really have to have Homer goggles on to think that it was malicious, you know, which is exactly what Paul Maurice, the Winnipeg coach, was um, was saying after the game, and I get it. You know, you gotta you gotta get your players into it. You know, you gotta get them in the game and say, "Hey, this guy took down one of our top players, one of our favorite players. He took him down intentionally. Yeah. He wanted to see us suffer. You know, try and ri- uh, rile yeah. up the fans, rile up the players, but it wasn't intentional. No, it, it for sure wasn't. And but like Twitter blew up that night. Twitter did like watching Twitter and watching everybody just attack him. It kind of just felt unfair. But then again, I, I understand. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, Kachuk even went up to him afterwards. Yeah, yeah. No, as he was getting like uh, taken off, escorted off the ice. Yeah, I, I mean, saw that. Kachuk and Shifley are friends, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. and that's what I was when I was listening to the um, post game. I think there was or one of the intermission post game, whatever. 
they were talking about how Kachuk and Shifley trained together in the offseason. Yeah. Like, they, like, play together. They're friends. So, like, why... That'd be, like, me, like, intentionally, like, tearing your Achilles heel. Like, why would I do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. No. For what? I know. Uh, so... So, back to, the I guess, the actual series. Yeah, back um, to the series. I It was quick. It was quick because they didn't have Shifley or Line, a, And those are two of their best players. Their defense shriveled up. Uh, Hellebuck didn't play to the uh, best of his abilities. I you know Flames just Flames got the edge. You know, if yeah. it weren't for that game one, I say the Jets would have taken the series. Yeah, no, it, it definitely would have been a totally different story. I don't know, honestly, it just gets me tight because that would have been my favorite series. I think besides Carolina and the Rangers, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that got me really tight. Oh yeah, that was a that was a rough one to watch. Who do we have? Uh... So we have, I believe, three more left to talk about. I guess four more. Um, I'm going to be real though. I guess the first one that we'll talk about uh, out of them, I don't know much about. I honestly haven't watched any of the games of it. I'll be real. Um, honest guy right here. Uh, Montreal beating the Penguins. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see much of it. I'm happy. Oh, I'm, I'm sad. The Penguins I mean, yeah. are getting swamped again. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Bro, they got kicked out. Yeah. No, it is. And you know, to couple what you just said though, it, it is hard to watch these games with the schedule. Like I mean, half yeah. the games being during the day, and I'm working all day. Yeah, because we is, both worked during the day. It is impossible yeah. to catch up on these games. And so then, watching like highlights and just reading up on games on the athletic after the fact. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I mean, so for, I guess both of us, it's like, you know, they have like three, four games during the workday, and then two games at like mad late at night. Yeah, and mad it's late like, at night. Like the like Vancouver tonight. Oh, don't even talk to me about it. I gotta get like a, a cold brew or something. Yeah, you, like gotta figure, you gotta figure. I gotta figure go to Seven Eleven or something. You but, have to figure that one out. Because I don't know how I'm gonna stay up till like one in the morning. That's the, the that's the worst thing about being a Canucks fan. <laughs> yeah, even in the regular season or yeah, whatever, in the regular season, I'll watch like half the games, yeah. and then I'll watch like highlights of the other half. But yeah. anyway, Montreal and Pen- the Penguins. Um, not much to say. Honestly, they they were close games. Um, yeah, I did watch the way. first game, I think. But yeah, because the first game was in overtime. Yeah, I was watching it. I think it was Jeff Petrie that scored the game winner. Um, I didn't expect it, I but also I'm not surprised. Did. Yeah, I don't think it's something that I think the Penguins are extremely that. overrated now. Um, Crosby and Malkin are obviously two amazing players still, but. Matt Murray's an overrated goaltender. I will stick to that till the day I die. <laughs> He's not that great of a goaltender, like everybody's talking about him being. Um, honestly, that's all I gotta say about it. Yeah, I don't have much <laughs> to add. I'm you just know? glad to see Sidney Crosby off the ice, kicked out of the bubble. Also, I was actually reading about the bubble too. Like a lot of these guys, like they have like a whole routine to kick these guys out. Like so. I was reading again. Yeah, because I, was, I wasn't – yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, no. So, today they were like, you know, a lot of these – like, they have, like, a whole routine. Like, they have to, like – it's not like you just lose the game. You go back to your room, grab your bags, and, like, leave, like, a normal game. Like, some of these guys, especially the night games, like, they have to spend the night there. Then they have to watch all their – like, their entire team has to leave at once. So, everything that they bring, they have to break everything down and bring it all with them all at one time. It's not like just a team going to the airport to fly out of there. Yeah. And everybody else figures it out and gets out. Like these guys are like the Penguins. I I think their their last game was a night game, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or I no, it was it just happened. Yeah, it, was it like, happened it was like two hours ago. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if it's too late or not, but they may have to stay the entire day here. Oh, <laughs> or in the bubble still. That I don't sucks. know. There was a lot of different intricate, like weird things about it. I remember reading it was, it was probably a lot funny. of technicalities and stuff. Yeah, like a lot of technicalities, like a lot of like you know everybody has to stay together. They just want to make sure it's safe. 
Yeah. You know, not people coming in and out to grab things. Like it's all no, like it's one definitely. swift motion of getting everybody the fuck out. I mean, you know, that that's like again a shout out to the athletic. Subscribe to the athletic. Yeah, I'm honestly happy with that subscription. Yeah, you need to pay for it, but uh subscribe to them. They're great. We'll get a promo code one day. But Imagine. Um, but uh but yeah, so it's like you get those crazy articles like that. Like I didn't even I didn't even see that one. Yeah. There's so much content. No, on there's it. so much content. So many different things that you can just read about and you're like you don't really think and about it's like most team of them. specific too. There's a lot. There's like Yeah, they have a lot of Canucks, writers for the, the teams. Cuz I'm only subscribed to NHL and the Canucks and Islanders on yeah. there. Yeah. But um but yeah, so I don't know. So that's uh our plug for the Athletic. Yeah. Um So I was trying to think of a segue for the next series. <laughs> but um I guess we can go to Toronto and Columbus. Yeah, Columbus. I think they... What a wild team Columbus is. Is that game tonight? Yeah, it's on right now. It actually just started, I believe. Um, Let me look. Yeah, uh, And Columbus already scored. Really? Uh, All right, so yeah. Four min- uh, less than five minutes in, Columbus already scored. Um, At least right now, Columbus is leading 2-1, so this is an elimination game for Toronto. Good. This is an anti-Leafs podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of fans. <laughs> we have a lot of animosity. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of like you know angry uh, people at us. But That's no, right. I mean I don't it, got beef with the fan. No, I got beef with the fans. I'm just kidding. But um, I got beef with the fans, the players, the Tavares. team in general. <clears throat> whoa, whoa, who? who said his name? Who? Six. Has he done anything this series? I don't even care about him, man. He is not <laughs> like. But like, it's crazy though. Again, I mean, Columbus is this team that doesn't really go too far, but yet. They upset Tampa 4-0 last year. They swept Tampa, who had the best regular season record in like 30 years or something, you know, and they murdered them. Yeah. You know, and now here they are. And now here they are yet again. Yeah. John Tavares scored last game. Yeah, last game. I just saw that now. Or the game before that, whatever. But, um, but yeah, man, I don't know. Also, something that's really funny is, um, how Tortorella, who we all know and love as one of the craziest coaches in the league i know that's a flashback to the 2014 season with uh, the flames and canucks the line brawl to start the first period and then john torrell goes in the flames locker room trying to fight the flames coach <laughs> bro that was insane but anyway so he starts screaming at pierre luc dubois on the bench in game two it was he was just like they were yelling back and forth and then dubois got back into it with him he was like i'm not taking your shit you know they just started yelling back at him and it's like Holy shit, you go back at Tortorella, yo, your head belongs on a stake, man. I don't know. I would not be caught dead doing that, right? Yeah. But so, next game, or last game, I guess, game three, fucking Dubois scores a hat trick. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he starts screaming back at his coach, who screams at everybody, and says, fuck you, I'm going to score a hat trick. <laughs> that is such that, tenacity. I think that, that just shows. That is a flex that you need. That's a flex. That just shows the flex of the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's they got big what, balls. That's the guy that you needed on your team. Big cannonballs. The Blue Yo, Jackets have. Out the cannonballs. I hate that noise. You hate it? I hate it. Well, because I only watch them when they're playing the Islanders. So it's like, I, I just, I. Catch them when they're playing like Chicago or something. Or the Penguins. Catch them when they're playing the Penguins, bro. You then will like learn that game. to love it. You I will, will love that game. Love it. I will I will love that. Dude, then. it is so sick hearing that. Boom. And I, they also just tweeted recently where it was like, they were a, a fan mentioned them and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, you guys should have brought the cannon into the bubble. And they were like, imagine sinking the cannon through customs. And I thought that was pretty <laughs> weak. <laughs> I thought that was pretty weak. That is a funny one. <laughs> like, having a good social media presence is pretty fucking I fire. Know. 
Um, but their mascot still sucks. So, but anyway, they are beating Toronto right now one zero. I hope they pull it out tonight. I really hope they do. Columbus, I'm rooting for you. Uh, yeah, take down the Giants in the Maple Leafs because as much as I like Austin Matthews, everybody else sucks. <laughs> oh wait, speaking of Austin Matthews, last thing we'll touch on with the Maple Leafs. So you know how he had COVID, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know how like it got leaked without his information. Did you see how he came back at the reporter? The reporter asked him a question about the game that they lost in or no, something I didn't see in game this. one. And he was like, because the guy's name is Steve Simmons. He goes, well, Steve, I don't really appreciate you asking me a question about after what you did. Oh. And then he was, and he just kind of brushed him off and just like threw him under the rug. And I was like, yo, I stand this guy. That is yo, the Austin Matthews. I would dap him up if I could. You know, I don't want to. I, don't I would dap him that. up. I don't I, just, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't say that. I, I really, I genuinely don't like that entire team just because of the one player. Really? Yeah. Austin 100%. Matthews is probably the only player. And Tyson Berry, because Tyson Berry just got traded there. So, whatever. No, they see. I'm just glad. Let's hope it, let's hope they finish it tonight. I agree with that let's one. Let's hope it goes. Who else we got? Um, So, we have two series left. Uh, Edmonton in Chicago and Vancouver, Minnesota. So, I guess we'll do Vancouver last. You know, yeah, we'll right, save them for cool last. Me. That's your fave, so we'll do oh, that. Get me last. hyped. Um, Edmonton, Chicago. When is that game? It's on. It's uh, it's on right now too. Yeah. It just oh yeah, it's on right now two two. Edmonton was just winning about five minutes ago. Um, Chicago. My friend Martin. It. Shout out to Martin. He took some dope pictures of me. Um, oh, he shows us a lot of love too, right? <laughs> yeah, Martin's great. Yeah, he's um, a cool guy. He has a good Instagram account. Should I plug that? Yeah, Should I plug that? Hold yeah, on. let's do it. So his uh, Instagram is shot, s h o t dot b y dot martin. Uh, he takes some good pictures. I'm on there. He's supporting dope. us heavy too. Yeah, he's a good he's, guy. He's, he's a Rangers fan, but he's probably the only good Rangers fan out there. You know what? I think I actually, I think I genuinely like a, a Ranger fan for once. Yeah, he wants to shoot with us at some point, so we got to get that going. Oh, I'm down. Um, but so yeah, Martin actually um had texted me, like after the first game because the first game ended like Chicago. Uh, six Edmonton four, I believe. Yeah. And bro, he goes, you called it like immediately. This series has no goaltending. <laughs> you know, Corey Crawford, Nico Koskinen, these two goaltenders are not fit to play a playoff series. Corey Crawford used to be, but all his injuries, his age, they're catching up to him. This is a high scoring series. It's between Mick David and Drysaddle and the Blackhawks. Yeah, it's just shot after shot after Mick shot. Mick David and Drysaddle versus the Blackhawks. <laughs> that includes Kane, Taze, Keith, Schmaltz. To bring it, all sod, all these guys, Oilers are no match. They're gonna win tonight. Uh, game four, it's gonna be three one Blackhawks. Three one, or I guess a series. I mean, series. I, I was gonna say I think it's two two already. The game, the game. I'm gonna say is gonna be five three. Five three. It's gonna be four three. Then Chicago's gonna get an empty net. Quote me on it. All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna. I could be kind of tipsy, but that's what I'm saying. We're gonna I take a note of that, on. and we're gonna uh, touch base <laughs> on that next week. <laughs> All right, so last but not least, your team, Vancouver, Minnesota. So How can I feeling? just say, first game I was so defeated, I wanted to, I wanted to cry because um, I stayed up really late. I had off the day after, and it was Sunday night at, what, 10.45 or 10.30. Stayed up till 1.10 to watch it, to watch them get smacked. I felt very sad. Game two comes Tuesday night. They beat the uh, 
wild in a 4-3 game. It was 4-1 up until a minute left in the game, <laughs> and Minnesota scored two goals within a minute. Started sweating a little? I started I started hyperventilating. <laughs> Almost had to go to the hospital for a panic attack. But um, I know. I was telling all my friends and uh, everything today. Like I was like, yo, they have the Islanders. Like They have to win this game. I, my heart cannot handle yeah. it. My heart cannot handle game five. Yeah. But I, it, I mean, so that was then even, yesterday for me. It was 1-1 uh, yesterday. I say yesterday is in Thursday, so game three. And um, that was during the day. So they started while I was at work. 2.45 p.m. The game started. And as soon as I get in my car at 4 o'clock, I put on uh, the NHL app. I listen live. About a minute later, as I'm getting on the service order of the expressway, I hear... And Brock Besser scores on the power play. And I'm like, oh, my God, game's over. And I say game's over because Minnesota, again, like we were talking about in the first episode, they play that defensive style game, you know, where if they score first, game's over. Yeah. They plug that middle. They don't let you get any chances. And if you're, if you're not the most skilled team in the world, you know, they plug that middle of the ice, which is what happened the first game. So for the Canucks to score first, then they just kept piling along, you know, and it was 3-0 at the end of it. Uh, Hughes played amazing. Besser played amazing. Pedersen played amazing, you know, and I think that this series just goes to show that the young guys in the league, the, hockey's a young guy sport now. And yeah. I think that Vancouver, Minnesota Certainly. is super, super telling of that because it's not Vancouver's expensive veteran fourth line that they um, have paid millions of dollars for that's winning the games. I mean, you know, Brandon Sutter had a good game three. It's the Pedersen, the Hughes, the Besser, the Horvath, yeah, the, the Pearson. It's the Flying. younger guys, you know, and Miller. I, I left that Miller. Screw me. You know, it's like it's a young guy's game. And that veteran leadership of like Eric Stahl, Miko Koivu, Zach Parise, Ryan Suter on the wild is no match. Yeah, they're not keeping up. If Canucks score first tonight at 1045, so in about two hours, series is over. Jeez, so it's over. Late. Three one. I know it's late. I gotta watch it. I gotta get a cold brew, like crazy. I said. I can't believe. Like I get it. It has to happen. But like ten forty five. I know. That's why I was so shocked about yesterday when they were playing at two thirty p.m. That's a blessing. Oh, I was so excited because I got to watch it in my living room. <laughs> I got to scream when they fucking scored. Oh, I was bugging out. Yeah, bugging out no option. Bugging out no option again. Shadow. But but <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely want to try and watch this game too. I ten forty five though. You definitely but. got a Red Bull to watch like the first period. At least watch the first period. Yeah, it should be a good game. I'm no, I, it, it's score. whoever scores first, I guess, right? That's the way that I see. It. Yeah, I mean, Markstrom's played really well. Um, Alex Stadlock played well the first game, but he only played well because the Canucks were only shooting from the blue line. In order to win against the Wild, you need to shoot from inside. You need to shoot uh, inside of the crease, inside the slot, anywhere below the hash marks, and you'll score against the Wild. You know, yeah. you just need to keep it there. Get past their defense clogging the middle, and you're good. Um, they also have a lot of injuries, the Canucks, already. Yeah. They have, like, four injuries. Four. Yeah, you know the guy that fought the first game? Michael Furlan? Yeah, he got out the second game. He didn't play second and third game. He got sent back to his hometown. He's He's, got, he he's gone. Yeah. Concussion history got the best of him. I think he messed wow. up his head again. The guy's probably going to L-I-T-R. Um which sucks a lot because I was really hyped after seeing him play the first game. He played really yeah, well. Yeah, especially a physical game like that, willing to get into a fight. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, it is what it is. So, oh, we didn't talk about the Western Conference round robin. Did we not? I just realized that right now because, honestly, I haven't watched a single game of it. Yeah, me either. Um, 
So I guess we'll just look at the standings for it. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, Colorado is number one, along with Vegas. They're both tied right now, Colorado and Vegas. They had to face off soon, right? Tonight? Uh, is it tonight? Uh, August 8th. What's today? Today is 7th. So, they're, so playing they're playing tomorrow. So that's going to that's gonna be a fun one. That should be fun. Um, you know, that, that's first place right there. Yeah, and St. Louis and Dallas both uh, 0-2. I mean, Dallas is number two like we expected. I did expect St. Louis to be number one, I think it was. but uh, Yeah, that's kind of that's crazy to see. I just hate Vegas, man. I hope they lose. I, really? I can't stand them, bro. I can't I stand know. them. Can't stand who, are them, they, can't stand who them. have they been going with in net? They've been going with uh, Flurry, I believe, right? Flurry? No, no, no. Laner. Laner. Really? I'm pretty sure. I want to see this real quick. Am I, am I bugging? I might be. Which I might be. Yeah, they went with Laner. Oh, let's go. I want him to win. I'm not going to lie. Don't say that. I will follow Vegas as long as Laner's in net. I want him to win as long as he's in net. He, he went off, too. Listen, man. Let's go. Let's go, Laner. Shout out to you, bud. Vegas sucks poo. Um, <laughs> Again, I'll go on their record saying that. <laughs> anyway, so I guess that's the round robin. No, that's the round robin. That's, you know, this week's qualifiers. Qualifiers. I guess we'll... Do you, you want to talk about the uh, the awards real quick? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. let's do it. Okay, so I pulled them oh, up. Oh, you got them up. Let's go. Yeah, Jamie with the stats. Um, So... You're aware of what each award, I mean, it says it anyway, right here. So, Ted Lindsay Award, which is to the NHL's Outstanding Player. Well, first of all, I wanted to do this last hour. I wanted to do it for an episode, but I had completely forgotten to write it down in the doc. Um, <laughs> so, I just thought about it literally while I was in the shower like two hours ago. Um, so, I guess Ted Lindsay Award is the most outstanding player, selected by the members of the NHLPA. The finalists are the... Um, is uh, Leon Dreisaitl of the Oilers, Nathan McKinnon, Avalanche, and then Artemi Panarin, the Rangers. I keep hearing everybody say Panarin. Uh, maybe it's because we live in New York, and that's all I we think see. it's that, and because he carried the Rangers. Yeah, he carried did. Them. As you soon know, as he Longquist got there, was carrying the Rangers. Now he's carrying the Rangers. As soon know? as he got there, he made yeah. an impact. So I, I honestly, unfortunately, think it will be Panarin, even though we got snubbed with getting him. I wish. Imagine Panarin. It's fine. I'm over it. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to go with Nathan McKinnon because he carried the Avalanche team in points. I mean, he had, I believe, 93 points or something like that, while the next person was Kale McCarr with, like, 50 points. Wow. He carried them just wow. as much as the uh, the Rangers were carried by Panarin. All right. Definitely think. Uh, so, you think it's between the two? Dry Saddles out? Well, we'll get to Dry Saddle in a because I think he'll win another award. Okay. I think he'll win another award. Um, Calder. The Calder. Uh, Quinn Hughes, so, baby. <laughs> most outstanding rookie player. Quinn Hughes from the Canucks, Cal McCarr from the Avalanche, and Dominic Kubliak from the Blackhawks. Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes. Hands down, I think Quinn Hughes. Quinn, Quinn Hughes and Cal McCarr are neck and neck for me. The reason why I say Quinn Hughes, and as much as I hate how much of a dumb answer this could sound like, Quinn Hughes plays on a, Let me rephrase that. Cal McCarr plays on a better team than Quinn Hughes does. Yeah. Colorado is better than Vancouver, and I will admit that. Quinn Hughes is the most dynamic player out of the three. I mean, you yeah. know, Cal McCarr does play pretty safe. He, play, he plays a solid game. I love Cal McCarr. Or Cal McCarr, Cal McCarr. But Quinn Hughes is the better one. Okay. I, you know, and especially because yeah. he's a year younger. He's only 20. Cal McCarr is 21. 
I don't know. And Kublaik, yeah, I mean, he had a great season. He was on pace for 30 goals. He's also, like, 24, turning 25. Like, well, you know, yeah. so, I mean, like, it's the, kind of like when Panarin won the Calder. I don't really. Don't really count that? No, I, I you know, whatever. But So, Jack Adams award for the best coach. Um, Bruce Cassidy for the Bruins. John Tortorella for the Blue Jackets. And Elaine Vigneault for the Flyers. I'm going to go with Elaine Vigneault. Yeah, especially if he pulls out, you know. Wins the first seed in the round wins robin. The first, yeah. I mean, it, it, they, they look like they're going to make a run. Yeah, I mean, the Bruins for me, I mean, they just have a great team all around. John Tortorella was carried, or the Blue Jackets, coached by John Tortorella, uh, were carried by goaltending. Yeah. Nobody expected Corpusalo and Merz Lankins to be as good as they were. If they weren't that good, they wouldn't have gone as far. Yeah. Um, I'd have, I'd, yeah, so we're yeah, gonna have I'd say Lynn Vigneault. Bill Masterson. Um, so this one actually, no, it's not this one. I'm sorry. This one's an easy pick too. This is the, uh, the best player to exemplify perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. It's between Steven Johns from the stars, Oscar Limbaum with the flyers and Bobby Ryan centers. I go with Oscar Limbaum. I mean, the guy just beat like leukemia, you know, like you gotta give it to him can, at this point. I'm sorry. I mean, Steven Johns, Bobby Ryan, they're both great players, both great people. They seem like, but it doesn't matter. It's going to go to Oscar Limbaum. This one right here, I mean, we're on a website. Uh, it's the San Jose blog, uh, fearthefin.com. So it's just giving, like, it has, like, the rankings of the people, or I guess, like, the nominees. And then it has, like, a little blurb about who they think will win it. And I really agree with this one. I think it's really funny, so I'm going to quote it in a second. But so this is awarded the player who exhibits outstanding sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct combined with a high standard of playing ability. So the best players that also are good people yeah yeah so this is between mckinnon of the avalanche austin matthews of the maple leaves and ryan o'reilly of the blues so i'm going to quote this article right here i quote the league really isn't going to be giving an award for gentlemanly conduct to the guy who sexually harassed a security guard or the guy who drove his truck into a tim hortons are they they must realize that's two on the nose right (laughs) right end quote <laughs> um, that's perfect so he's referencing uh austin matthews um being extremely drunk one night and um and basically like cat calling uh a server or a bartender or something uh and then ryan o'reilly who drove drunk into a tim horton's yeah. coffee establishment pretty one-sided um, here I yeah think. so i'm gonna go nathan kennan yeah. for that one so nathan. that's the one that you thought yeah yeah that's the one i thought uh the vesna is awarded to the t- best goaltender, Connor Hellebuck from the Jets, Rask from the Bruins, and Vasilevsky from the Lightning. Um, I See, I think Tuka and Vasilevsky just play on great teams. Yeah. I think Hellebuck carried the Jets to the qualifiers. So uh, I'm going to go with Hellebuck. Do you think it's fair? Or I think that's pick? fair. I think that's fair, or, or maybe even Tuka. It's it's hard with these you know these awards. I feel like they. I go, feel like goaltending especially. Goal, yeah, goaltending. There's a lot involved, especially team wise. Like, because I feel like it's hard to differentiate between a good team structure, and good positioning of goaltender. Because but know, even at that point, like you you still got to give it to the guy, you know, stat wise too. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't have their stats. I don't know their stats. Me either. Me either. But I don't know. Uh, I guess you're. I guess I'll go with you, Tuka. Maybe I'm not really too. Uh, one of the two. One of the. Two. One of the two. Cut. I don't even really know where to cut <laughs> it. You know, on those two guys. You need to cut it. <laughs> anyway, um. So the. Okay. <laughs> so. The, 
So the Selkie Award as the best forward who um, excels in defensive aspects of the game. This is probably my biggest beef of a trophy. This is an old man's club, this trophy. You know, they pick the same people every year. Every year it's O'Reilly and Bergeron yeah. and somebody else. This year they threw in Couturier uh, from the Flyers. I think they should go with Couturier because Bergeron's won it too many times. O'Reilly's been nominated too many times, and he's won it at – Give it to Couturier. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Right. Yeah. I'm, how? What are you gonna rename it? You know. I'm just quoting. I think. Yeah. They're not gonna rename it to Bergeron. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. I literally read it right not before yet. I right before I came here. Um. The Norris. So this one I got beef with actually. Um. This best defenseman, all around. So, I want to put an emphasis on all around. Um, the finalists are John Carlson from the Caps, Hedman from the Lightning, and Romy Yossi from the Predators. I think it should be, uh, should be Yossi. Um, I think he plays a perfect all-around style. Perfect defenseman to me. I would kill for Hedman. I mean, he's a scary guy to Same play with against. him. He's, he's won a scary it before. Um, I believe he's won it before. Or he's been nominated a few times. John Carlson. I'm sorry. That man is such a defensive liability. No. He pinches way too much just to sacrifice putting up points. And granted, you need goals to win games, but you're yeah. a defenseman, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry, you shouldn't they, be pinching every time, yeah. especially for you, a defenseman award. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't have the. It shouldn't go to the person with the most amount of points. And I was actually just looking at this page on Instagram. Um, I don't know if I should out them right now, but he ranked John Carlson number 18 best player in the league, and I just think that's such 18. bullshit. He is one of the most overrated players right now. He's a great player. He's a great player. Number 18 in the league. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I think 50 better. No. <laughs> but, but I'm sorry. 18 is way too high for him. Agreed. So you would say Hedman for the Norris? Yeah, I'm going to go Hedman. Yeah. He's a scary guy. I, play I think it should be between Hedman and Hose, uh, Yossi. The Hart. The Hart Memorial. This one goes to the bet, uh, player most valuable to his team. Leon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, and Artemi Panarin. We just mentioned the three of them. Well, Dreisaitl, he's not the, the bet. Like, you're on a team. Come on. See, this Connor is the McGee's award I would is... give to him. Why? He's not the most valuable to his team. You literally have the second coming of Jesus on your team, and you're going to say that Dreisaitl's the... Pretty sure Dreisaitl had more points than McDavid. But really? he's also had Did 100 really? points each of the last two seasons. And one of the games only had, or one of the seasons only had like sixty-eight games or something. You know, I mean. Yeah, they cut it short, but. Drysaddle, I think Drysaddle should win it. Really. I do. All right. Well, I, I mean, would give it to if I had to go, I. I guess. I mean, looking at the. Three I mean, you of could them. also go three with Aaron. I knew you could go with McKinnon. These are. This is probably the tightest contested, but I'll probably go with Drysaddle. Yeah, you know what? Now looking at the other names too. Panarin would be the only one that I would put close to him. But then again, like Panarin, uh, dry saddle probably. But I, I also don't want to give it to him because he's playing with Connor. So it's like he's not the most valuable to the team. I guess I guess realistically it could be Panarin. I think he should take it. You think so? Yeah, unfortunately. That's fair. Pains to say. I mean, because if we're in for Panarin, would the Rangers be anywhere close to where they were? No, nowhere near. So I, I honestly think it's going to go to him. Or it should go to him, rather. I don't know how these awards are really picked. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I, but I also think it's kind of like the Grammys and the Oscars. It's like an old boys club, you know? Yeah. 
they're just picking the most likable person yeah so they'll probably pick mckinnon for that just because he's like north american you know what i mean that bias shows because what panarin's russian dry saddles german they'll probably pick mckinnon but we'll have to wait and see that's besides when do they do the award show that's a really good question they postponed it they did until uh let me see right now let me trust the all-powerful google When is it? What? Um. So it's not. I'm not getting. Oh. Hold on. Oh man. Hold up. Almost there. Searching. Oh, it's his finalists. I don't know, man. I don't uh, know. Whoa. Oh. Found it. Nope, I well, thought I did. I guess All right, well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure that out. We'll, we'll talk about it, to come to it, and I guess we'll have our reactions after the fact. Yeah. Especially with these picks. I guarantee there's going to be a hot take. Well, or, or I guess a lukewarm take. But Okay. Well, there's definitely going to be talk. There's definitely going to be some talk. There's going to be some there's takes about it. There's always time for us to talk. There's always going to be some type of topic, especially when it comes to these awards. You never know. Anywhere, sports, entertainment, they're all terrible. I hate them. Yeah, I agree with that. I hate them. Hate him. No, so um, <laughs> that's another inside one. But um, I guess that about does it for today. Yeah. Tonight. Today. Tonight. Today. Um, I guess we'll talk next week, next Saturday. We're gonna post these on Saturdays, I think. Saturday mornings. Yeah, it sounds good to me. So um, uh, make we'll- sh- that that make sure to <laughs> follow us on the Twitter because our Twitter hasn't got much love. No, uh, we, we haven't, haven't really... done anything on Twitter, but it's at Clapper Report. Yeah, we haven't really posted uh, yet. Yeah, we posted, I think, just the episodes last week on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then our Instagram, which we're much more active on. Yeah. At the Clapper Report. So T-H-E-C-L-A-P-P-E-R-R-E-P-O-R-T. I think it's more fun to post on Instagram. I right love now. Instagram so much more than Twitter. I've been uh, having so much fun with it ever since we started this too. Yeah, like I'm having fun posting and, and interacting and, and talking with people. It's actually really yeah. fun to see. So I, I'm loving it way much better than you know Twitter. No, I agree. I definitely like Instagram a lot better. I mean, that's just preference. I took like a five year break from Twitter. Damn, first periods over. Columbus is still winning. Columbus and second period of the Edmonton Chicago game, they're tied. Oh, wow. All right. So we'll touch base on the rest of that, you know, next week. You know, yeah. we'll talk about the next matchups because I, I know we'll already be underway probably by then. So Yeah. And uh, we eventually plan on maybe soon making uh, mini episodes for the uh, Canucks and yeah. for the Islanders. Two separate episodes or maybe one together. It doesn't, yeah. yeah. We'll do like know, a quick uh, little one. We'll um, do that. And we'll probably drop that probably before or maybe even the same day. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, it. We're just going to have fun with it. We're going to drop whenever. Make sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter to figure out when we're going to be dropping these type of stuff. Um, yeah. And even before, we are talking about doing some extra YouTube videos. So make sure to follow us on YouTube as well or subscribe. You know, the yeah. Clapper Report. Wait, it's all in our, our link trees and everything like that. So you can find it anywhere. We are uh, the best podcast now, I think. The best? Yeah. I think uh, we're up there. Three episodes in. I think three we're episodes. probably we're higher than John Carlson would be in the top <laughs> players, I think. Yeah. All right. I think that about does it. All right. Well, see you guys next week. All right, y'all. Peace.